welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. Listeners, we are back with episode 16 of the Changing Lanes podcast also week nine uh, of the lockdown uh, during this current pandemic. So how are you all? I'm actually kind of scared to ask. I know for most of us, it may feel like a roller coaster, both emotionally and mentally. Um, And I first want to apologise that we've not been in touch of late because we've also, me in particular, have been going through this roller coaster, have been really feeling uh, the effects of this lockdown. And I know if I'm experiencing this, there will definitely be others out there. So I thought it would be really good to use this platform, not only to let you know you're not on your own, but also to offer encouragement, hope and, and, and even some tips to get you through. So I really want to go back to that question. How are you? How are you really feeling? Just sometimes we get so used to just going through this routine, but it's good to remember this is something that's never really been experienced before. So I really want you to think about how you were feeling and how you're dealing with this situation. COVID-19 has been a major, major disruptor to our lives as we know it. We've spent months in lockdown, working at home, um, dealing with other challenges, financial stress, people have lost their jobs, people are losing loved ones, people are getting sick, homeschooling, fear of just going outside, uh, the supermarket queues, the limited access to outside, all of these things can have a significant effect on people's motivation. Do you know, at the start of this, and I'm not sure if I've probably said this in previous uh, episodes, I started off really quite pleasantly optimistic. I had so much plans. I wanted to increase my Spanish. I was going to do some DIY home projects, which included practically painting the whole house, the kitchen cupboards, having some major clear outs, and then not to mention um, working on coaching projects that have been in the pipeline for years. I thought, yes, this is the best time to do it. Plus all the general plans of, you know, baking and cooking different foods and building and improving relationships. Yeah, long list, right? Big plans. Nine weeks in, listeners. How much of that do you think I've actually done? (laughs) And I know I'm not the only one. I've been speaking to friends, family and clients and everyone's feeling that there's so much pressure at the moment to use this time to be creative, to learn new skills, etc. And also it's hard not to ignore social media posts of people who are who are making the most of life under lockdown. Some people are creating profitable businesses, others who are now fluently speaking French. Some are posting all these get fit videos through lockdown and making them look super bloody easy. And then there's the people who may not even be feeling the challenges of the lockdown because it might be benefiting them. They might be saving money and uh, spending time at home. I know colleagues who not going into the office is a blessing for them. And maybe they're still spending time with friends and family because, you know, maybe they're quite ignorant to the potential risk. So their life is continuing as normal as can be. And you know what? Everyone's entitled to their winning season. If it's working for you, then that's great. Continue. But, you know, it is all swings and roundabouts. The truth of it is, people, 
we all find different ways to cope during this, whether that's being more productive, whether that's breaking rules or being more reflective or just living more simply. But for a lot of people, though, life on life under lockdown just means doing what you have to do to get through the day. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you remember all those weeks ago, feels like years, um, I was badgering on about the significance about setting yourself daily agendas for you to get through. And I'm not going back on that entirely, not at all. But I'm saying that we probably now need to be more flexible with it. I mean, I still set daily agendas and I know others still do. But now my daily agendas might take me a week or two to fully complete. And you know what? That's okay for when I'm having more productive days. So listeners, has productivity begun to subside for you? It does start to get to the stage, I guess, where the days are starting to dissolve into each other. It's simply becoming harder to feel motivated to do anything. And you know, it's so easy to punish yourself, and this is exactly what I was doing, for getting less done than you usually would on a normal day. Because let's face it, what is normal with the current situation? I have definitely been guilty of that. I've then even had moments where I start to feel guilty for feeling the pressures and of lockdown and for feeling overwhelmed because then I feel like I should be grateful because there's people who are losing jobs and who are losing loved ones or who are really, really struggling. However, I had to remind myself and others that because of factors outside of our control, we can't feel guilty for being unproductive or for feeling overwhelmed at times. Our abilities and our priorities and our life is just different now. And you know what one of the main common denominators is that a lot of us are feeling? It's motivation or a lack of motivation. Now, motivation usually means for us uh, the process of stimulating people to actions to accomplish their goals and it's derived from the word motive which means needs desires wants or drives within the individuals now you may possibly be experiencing a decline uh, in our motivation because of a few reasons first reason could be fear some would say there's a lot to be fearful about at the moment we're scared of our health for the health of our loved ones for the future of life as we once knew it, for our jobs and security. You know, it's not something that many of us have ever experienced before. Another reason is stress and anxiety, which is just a continuation of our fear. Millions of people are unemployed and companies are shutting down by the day. This has driven anxiety up as people are fearful of just being let go from their jobs. You may have a small business that you're struggling with, a family who financially depends on you. These are all things that are stressors. Then there's uncertainty, which is another factor that is contributing to our lack of motivation. It's that no one actually knows how long these restrictions will carry on for and how long COVID-19 will be about us for. And if normal life will even resume once these restrictions are lifted, So with no end in sight and with all of these uncertainties, we're experiencing mental, physical and even emotional fatigue. We just don't know. Another reason is our environment. 
This isn't any normal working from home routine, which I often have to remind my part-time employers of. Um, We are expected to work from home, but it's through a crisis. We still have full houses to look after and attend to. The kids are home, so there's juggling homeschooling with work. There's shared workspaces, and then the domestic chores have probably doubled. I know mine have. Another reason for just not being able to get anything done is distractions. The temptation when you're at home to be distracted will increase. There's all the domestic chores, then there's the children, then there's the teenagers. You see, I've put them separate, children and teenagers, because they're a different entity of their own. Um, Then there's the, you know, the conversations that you're having with people. And then there's Netflix and then there's social media. I was having this conversation with my my husband the other day because I was saying because we're at home, we feel that people are more accessible. So I feel like I'm getting double maybe the WhatsApp messages and calls that I wouldn't normally get because because people want to talk throughout the day, even sometimes when I'm working. And I always feel like I have to respond, but sometimes can't always respond to messages. And you know what the thing is with distractions is that when your motivation is already lacking, you're more prone to turn your attention to, say, non-urgent tasks such as Netflix series. It's a psychological trick of trying to keep you busy in order for you to avoid doing the things that you have to do. And the last reason for a decline in our motivation, which I think is probably really up there for me, that is no reward. There is no reward No matter how small the reward, we're used to rewarding ourselves for any sort of achievement. For example, when I was in the office a few days a week, I would get my emails done or do any bits of work. But I would know that come midday, I'm going downstairs to Starbucks to get myself a lovely mocha. And if it was cheat day, which was most days, I was going to get a muffin. It's those small things that kind of get you through, give you that purpose and that drive to get things done. Then there's just going out with your friends or going to nice restaurants or bars and having a cocktail or trips to the cinema. And then the big ones, holidays, you know, but now all these little luxuries that we once took for granted, by the way, they're not happening. All those things that we work hard in order to treat ourselves with have been taken away. So we're bound to feel less motivated. So what can we do to improve this? Well, first, it's good to remember that motivation is a mindset. It will ebb and flow, and that's okay. And the tools that you need to find it again are already within you. I've also included some easy steps to follow to help give you even the slightest boost. Tip one. You need to get some sleep. Sleep is fundamental to keeping us not only healthy and well, but alert and productive during daytime hours. While we stay at home, there's this tendency to stay up later than we would if we were in the office the next day. It's important to try and still keep a a weekday routine, which I'll come into next. And then make sure your sleeping space is clear and switch off all your screens, have nice mood lighting, maybe have a nice warm shower or hot bath. Having a disciplined sleep pattern when possible is really crucial. That brings me into tip two. Try to maintain normal routines. Try to stay as close to your normal routines as possible. We need to maintain some kind of structure uh, from our pre-quarantine days, I guess. 
you're working from home try and start your day as you would normally have and maybe take a walk instead but i know that might be hard for some because i used to get up at 6 a.m most days now 9 a.m is a struggle but whenever you can just try and have some routine set your alarm still don't just wake up when you feel like it you know studies have shown that our bodies tend to function better when eating sleep and exercise patterns are set to a regular schedule so do try and keep some sort of normality going in your life tip three stay connected now try not to isolate yourself totally I mean, I'm really not always in the mood now to be a social butterfly, which I once was. I have two quizzes a week with some really close friends and that's kind of enough for me and like one girl's group chat. Um, But it is important to keep in touch with your family and friends, but make sure you're doing it by whatever is manageable for you. It's also good to share frustrations and when you feel overwhelmed with people outside of your home just so you kind of have that breather from each other and someone else who can listen to you tip four go outside and take regular breaks now this is especially for when you're working from home and luckily now as the new government guidances have said that we are now allowed to have unlimited exercise make sure you make the most of this have a walk in the morning in the afternoon and evening if you can I recently took the household for a trip to the beach for the day and it was absolutely lovely. We literally just walked across the beach, dipped our feet in the sea and it was just nice to get some fresh air and have a really nice long walk that we wouldn't be able to do in our local park. So whatever you can and whatever is safe to do so, then do that. Research shows that exposure to nature not only makes you feel better emotionally and mentally, but it also contributes obviously to your physical well-being. It helps to reduce blood pressure, your heart rate, muscle tension and, listen to this one, and the production of stress hormones. So go outside. We've got lovely weather at the moment. Really try and enjoy it. Tip five. You'd need to make sure you set up some sort of designated relaxing area or a workspace for yourself. You see, if your house is really busy or you've got teenagers who play loud music with words that you can't ever really understand, you need to find a quiet place somewhere in the house that you can have your time. And I know it's much more easier said than done. I've been following some mums online. They're being quite creative with their spaces. They're turning their utility room. So when, you know, they're going to do their washing, they'll be in there for a couple hours. That's their mum quiet spot all the garden sheds as well are coming into use just somewhere that if you are feeling motivated you can go to and be productive without distraction tip six celebrate even the smallest wins this is key to keeping momentum up if you get through even one thing through the day then you you actually need to take a step back and say do you know what I feel proud of myself I've at least done that even if it meant you managed to I don't know avoid the fridge (laughs) for your sick snack good on you if you responded to all your emails if you did the washing or you exercised you got up and got dressed you helped your child with their homework you know your baby maybe didn't sleep throughout the night but you still managed to get through the day without a complete meltdown All of these things are small victories. It will help you to stay positive. And tip seven, the last tip, focus on the positives. Now, I know it's almost impossible to know exactly what what our new future looks like, 
One thing I can say, listeners, is try not to obsess over things. Don't obsess about what's going to happen next or when will this end or when will I get to go on holiday again? I was doing this. I was putting bets with my husband to say, right, we're going to be out of this by this time. That means we might be able to go on holiday or this time or that's all out of the window now. Instead, what you need to do is just try to focus your mind on more positive things. I was watching the Italian news and despite Italy being one of the one of the worst affected countries by coronavirus, I think the UK were probably up there now, um, Italians can be heard singing from their windows and their balconies together to boost morale. How amazing is that? It shows that even in the darkest of times, we must try to find some sort of flicker of light at the end of the tunnel. And final words, listeners, this pandemic has had a huge, devastating impact across the world. Our patients now may be frayed, we may feel hopeless and and that yearning for normality is becoming even more acute. Yes, it has been a tough few months, some of the hardest in living memory, and it was inevitable that a drop in motivation would occur. But do you know what? Who would have thought we would even get this far? There is no way you could have told me or probably any of us last year that we would be confined to our homes, losing loved ones, loss of jobs, high daily death rates, and we would still be smiling, even a semi-smile. We are more resilient than we know. And yes, you may have a dip sometimes where you feel overwhelmed and it might take a week or a few days or where you feel you're fed up or you're over it but that will pass mine did and it might come back again and that's okay but it's good to just be aware of it and focus every day on just getting through we've got plenty more episodes to come but I won't promise you they will definitely be every other Monday because again it's going to be we will see how each day goes but I will definitely keep you updated I do want to get some small businesses on the podcast I'm going to try and arrange that without us being in a recording studio I also want to speak to mums who are homeschooling as well and how they're getting on with that so if you are listening and you are a small business or a mother and you wouldn't mind being on the podcast and it doesn't matter if you think you're doing a good job or a bad job you're just doing the job and I really want to hear from you so please do get in touch Uh, you can get through to me on my Instagram page which is Janine underscore Georges or you can contact us at info at roadtochangecoaching.com I would love to hear from you keep safe keep healthy and keep smiling thank you listeners thank you for listening to the changing lanes podcast we will be back every other monday so please subscribe to our spotify soundcloud or itunes accounts please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.